0: Hey, you're listening to that witchy stuff and I'm your host Celeste. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode. Um before I get started on anything, I want to give a big huge shout out to my friend Pat and say that I love you and uh I I'm thinking about you. Um, Pat's going through some stuff, and if everybody could could send Pat just you know some love and light and energy, that would be really nice. So, um, okay. Uh, so yeah, welcome to another episode. The last episode, I talked about how I had been struggling to feel like a witch, and I, I didn't feel like I was connected to my magic anymore, or the universe, or witchcraft, or you know any of that stuff. And I said that I would be doing some things to sort of try to build those skills back up, I guess. Um, And then uh, I did do some of those things a couple times and then completely forgot about doing those things. Um, So I can't really let you know how well those things worked. Um, I'm going to keep trying to remember to do them. You know, it's just a matter of getting back in the habit. And I think that when it's a habit, again, you know, it, it becomes like a lifestyle, really, right? I know that sounds so cliche, but it does become a, just a part of your everyday thing, a part of your life, a part of the way you live your life. Um, so... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm working on it. And I think I'm getting there. I'm beginning to feel just like the energy that's flowing around um, a lot more. And, you know, I have to wonder if it has anything to do with summer solstice being last week. I don't know about you guys. I feel like for me, spring is difficult. I don't know why. Like, I love the spring. But, it feels difficult. It feels like every year that's a period of of struggle for me, of, like, questioning everything. Um, I don't really know why that is. I'm sure there's some sort of, like, I don't know. I'm sure that someone else has felt this way, and I'm sure that there's some sort of, like, astrological reason. But I hesitate saying that. I have such a hard time accepting that the phases of the moon or the position of stars in our sky, including our own, or planets, yeah, we also have those. I have a hard time accepting the fact that any of those things could have any bearing whatsoever on my day, my life, my personality, any of that stuff. And yet, I am continually surprised when it does. So anyway, I'm trying to say that I feel like I frequently struggle with identity almost in the spring, and um, I'm glad that the spring is over, and maybe the fact that, that summer uh, solstice was last week will continue, will be a way for me to continue regaining all this. I don't know. I'm, I feel kind of rambly right now. So anyway, I thought today maybe we would talk about um, finding a witchy community. It's not an easy subject, really, you know, so I've kind of avoided it pretty much as often as I possibly can. I don't think I've done an episode about it. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Even if I did, my opinions about it have probably changed by now. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. And um, we'll take a short break and be right back. Okay, so, finding your witchy community. Um, I have a lot of mixed feelings about it, in general, and specifically all of that stuff. Like, I have a lot of feelings about it. I think that it is important to have a witchy community, because you need to be able to talk about witchy things. You need to be able to um, bounce ideas off of people or, you know, tell people when you see something happen, you know, that you know is witchy. It's, it's so disappointing to feel like you don't have anyone that you can tell who would actually relate to what you're talking about and would feel the same level of like excitement or, you know, interest even. Um, for example, last week um, I did do a couple of the uh, daily tarot readings that I said I was going to do. Um, and actually, let me just get my little notebook here so I can speak with some intelligence. On June 16th, I did a tarot reading and I got all the cards were about um, new beginnings and um letting go of things and exploration and excitement change cycles um things like that and then on June 20th I remember to do it again and that time I specifically asked about like what do I need to do to move to the next phase of my life you know and I got all kinds of cards about um about change and about um, development and success, and one of them, oh, death, I got death, so the end of one thing, the beginning of another thing, Um, and one of them, literally the definition that I looked up, it wasn't my own words, said a new job, so wouldn't you know, that very day, someone reached out to me to talk about offering me a job. And then it, it turned out that, I mean, like I went through, like I had a couple of conversations and, and then it's like, uh, actually, I don't exactly know how to do what they want me to do. So it's not the right fit. And that's fine. Cause I have a good job, but it was just interesting that two tarot readings, the only two tarot readings I've done literally said that, you know, like change was coming and, and specifically even said to, that it could be a new job. And I didn't really have anyone to be like, oh my God, would you look at this? I mean, like I told my son and he just kind of looked at me like I was stupid. So, you know, um yeah. But if I, if I had had a witchy community, then I would be able to go to them and be like, you guys, look at this, look what happened. And then maybe even get their opinions on What does it mean that all of those cards said all that stuff, but the job that, that, you know, came up out of nowhere, wasn't the right job for me, like, so I need more information, and I need a community to bounce it off of, and I don't have it. So, so yeah, having a witchy community can be a really, really important part of being a witch. With that being said. Joining particular groups, especially in person, I mean, there's online groups, but that's just not the same thing. If you join a a group of witches in person, it can be tricky. And, um, you know, if you listen to my early episodes, I wound up finding myself like extremely betrayed and hurt and, um, you know, just like broken up with by this, by this coven I was in. And that's, uh, kind of held me back from wanting to tell anybody how to find a coven because I tried to find a coven that one time and I failed. I mean, I joined one, but it was a bad experience. So, and I realize, oh, actually I realize as I'm talking, maybe some of my pulling back from witchcraft actually ties back to my hurt about all of that stuff that happened. So, um, and if you didn't listen to those episodes, when I first started the podcast, I was part of a coven, um, frequently felt like, uh, my beliefs really didn't align with theirs because it turned into a Wiccan coven, um, when it wasn't supposed to be Wiccan. And then it, things got more and more Wiccan. And I'm just not Wiccan. I'm I'm just not. I tried to be open to it. It just wasn't working for me. So there were a lot of situations where I felt like I couldn't really express myself because it didn't align with the beliefs of the coven. So then I wound up creating the podcast so that I would have a place to express myself more freely. And um, then after I, I mean, I didn't even you know, when I started the podcast, I wasn't trying to do like, I wasn't trying to have listeners or anything. I just wanted a place to talk about my opinions and and beliefs and things like that. And, but people started listening. So after a couple of months of it, um, three months, I guess, of it, I realized I wanted to bring my community in on what I was doing. Um, And when I did, like the shit hit the fan. Um, I realize now that it's because the the high priest, um there were issues with him that I was aware of but I tried to ignore. There were a lot of red flags with him as a person, you know, not necessarily related to the coven. And I didn't want to believe them. So that is how I got myself into that situation and that's how I got myself really hurt by the whole thing. Um, So what I want to say to you about finding your own community, whether it's a study group or a coven or, you know, um, a circle, there's a lot of different names for what people call a a witchy community. Um, Some of them, depending on the name, like a coven is going to have rules, usually. There are going to be rules related to... Being a member of the coven, um, and whether it's just like you have to attend this many meetings, you know, blah, 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 or it's a matter of like you have to believe these kind of things in order to be part of the coven, which is a fair statement. Um, Covens usually have some sort of rule, and they usually have one, possibly two leaders, dependent on the belief system that they're following. Um, Some covens will be all women, some, I'm sure there must be all men covens, and some will be, um, you know, a mixed bag of of all genders. Um, But the point is that there are rules for most covens. Um, Circles are frequently the same thing, but tend to be, you know, actually, I don't know, I don't know if a circle is um, a group that calls themselves a circle. I feel like it's still pretty structured, Um, probably has a tendency to more Wiccan beliefs, I think. Um, And then I think a coven may be Wiccan, or it may be completely, you know, not Wiccan. Um, so there are, what my point is just that there are rules and you need to find out what those rules are before you get very far into things. Um, and if a coven can't tell or a group or whatever, can't tell you what their rules are, that's a pretty big red flag. I mean, some of the things that people talk about as far as like things to watch out for with joining a coven, I think that. I mean, to me, they're pretty self-evident. Like, if the high priest says that you have to have sex with him to to be a part of the coven, if you're not down, that's not the coven for you. If you're down, go rock his socks. I don't know. You know, I mean, but if they can't, to me, if they can't give you a defined set of rules, um that is questionable because you don't know what's going to happen to make people, um, be forced out of the group. You know, like you don't know what you may do or what someone else may do that one person in the group is going to decide this is not what I want around me. And because they're the leader, then they kick the people out. Um, the, the, To me, the, the important part about being a part of any kind of witchy community is that you have that, um, it's a relationship is really all it is. All the members of the coven may not be best friends, but they should all have relationships outside of the coven, you know, like with each other. Like they should all be able to say, I'm going to, I'm going to send Sally a message because, Um, this, you know, I want to talk about this thing or whatever. It should be really a tight friend group. Um, and if you feel like the people who are in the group that you're considering are not, if they're pretty much all not, uh, someone you would want to be a close friend to, that may not be the right one for you. I want to stress very, very clearly you don't need to jump on the first one you find just because it's the only one you found. Because I, I just feel like that's more harmful than good to you, not to them, but to you. So, um, so yeah, that's kind of uh, my, my information about what to look out for. Do you feel comfortable with the people do their beliefs align with your beliefs do you feel like they can help you grow as a witch and as a person um like for example the high priest at my coven even though i've been a witch for years i have had i was new to his coven so in his opinion i was new to witchcraft and we had lots of conversations about it and how i disagreed um but he would say and really mean that no one in the coven because it was a new coven so all of the people in it were new to witchcraft in his opinion um and actually they really were new to witchcraft um but he would say no one should do any kind of spell any kind of magic without consulting him first and i i just I let it go in one ear and out the other, but looking back on it now, I'm like, are you out of your mind? Like, this is my magic. I don't have to have your permission to do it. I don't have to have your input or ideas. I just don't. So anyway, um, yeah, I think I probably have a lot of unresolved feelings about, about that. I should probably do some shadow work about my experience in the coven. Um, I'm bitter. <laughs> I can feel that I am. So... Um, so, how do you actually find one? That is the question that people seem to to act, to really struggle with the most. Way back when, it used to be <clears throat> back before my time, so I'm I'm speaking from hearsay. It used to be that there would be certain bookshops that would carry occult books, and in the back of the bookshop somewhere, there would be a bulletin board that. Local covens would very kind of uh, almost in code put that they were witches and had a coven and had meetings. Um, these days, thank God, we have the Internet. Uh, we don't have to do all that anymore. There used to be a big website. I think it was Witchbox. I don't remember now. Um, it's down. Like, it, they've ended it now. It may still be up, but it's not being used anymore. Um but you could check out Covens in your area and you know if they're if they were legitimate or not or whatever. Um, so since that is no longer an option, um, bookstore is actually still a pretty good option. If you have a, a local store, whether it's a bookstore or you know whatever kind of metaphysical type of store, you can go there, and a lot of times they'll know covens in the area because the covens in the area frequent those places, you know. Um, another option is uh, like Facebook. I don't know about some of the other social media platforms. Like, I don't know if you can get on Instagram and say, like, witches of Georgia or TikTok, or, you know, I feel like you probably can, um, but it may not be quite as easy to get the information you're looking for. If you join local witch groups on Facebook, um, a lot of times people will be on there talking about wanting to join a coven or that they have a coven and they're accepting members or, you know, um, whatever. You can get information. You can even ask how do the people in your area find covens to join um, or to, you know, talk to. I think <clears throat> that's going to be the best resource available to you is facebook groups they're pretty generally uh very private groups you have to like um request to join and and all this stuff um but just be aware that anything that you do say on them isn't protected by people screenshotting your conversations so if you are very 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 deeply in the broom closet and don't want to take any risk then you can create a a another profile on Facebook that um, is like your witchy persona, where you can go and join groups without the worry of people being able to out you. Um, I really don't know that there are, are any other options at this point on how to find a coven. I, but you know, saying all that, I feel like if I was ever going to be a part of a coven again, it would have happened so organically and naturally that we didn't even realize it was actually happening. Like I would want a coven that was just, you know, like four or five people that I was like very, very close friends with and that I really trusted. And we spent a lot of time together and then, it just so happened we would do magic in that time together, and then the next thing you knew, we were just, like, this whole little coven. That's my dream thing, but um the chances of that happening are pretty slim because I also don't like to leave my house. I mean, I'm not agoraphobic or, agoraphobic or anything. I just, uh, I don't have to wear a bra when I'm at home, and I don't have to be pretty. I just like to be at home, so there you go. Um, but Um I think that that's one of the very legitimate ways that covens happen, you know, like they're just a group of friends and realize eventually that they're doing the things that a coven does anyway, you know? Um, and I, I do think that would be really cool, you know, just to have that community. I miss that. I, I want that and I don't have it and I, I don't feel like trying to get it either because in a, I'm planning to leave the country in a couple of years, you know? So, um, so yeah. Um, you know, another way that you may be able to find out information about a coven is like if you're, I know I mentioned bookstores or like metaphysical shops or whatever for places that, that witchy people go, but other there are other things out there that have a tendency to have more witchy people involved like maybe if um if uh you know like summer solstice is coming up you could look around for like i mean it's past now but had i thought about this before <laughs> you could look around for like midsummer celebrations a lot of people who are going to celebrate midsummer especially S-O-M-E-R, or S-O-M-M-E-R, whichever, whatever, um, people who are going to say that they're doing that probably have a tendency to be more on the pagan end of things. Not everyone will, but there would be a tendency for more of of witchy people to be at those celebrations, you know? Um, and then there's also, like, pagan fests and pagan pride, and um, there's usually a lot of, like, a in bigger, more metropolitan areas, at least, there are a lot of options for these public events. Um, So those are things. And then you may find, like, a particular type of, like, little bar or something that seems to be more on the witchy aesthetic um, and find that the people in there tend to be more witchy and know other people who are witchy. And, you know, maybe it's not a situation where you're, like, you walk up and you're just like, hey, Do you have a coven? Because I want to join a coven. Like you got to get to know somebody and, and see what happens. You should think about it. When you do find a coven to talk to, you should interview them. And I don't mean that in a very formal way. Like what is your belief system regarding deities? You know, but get to know the people. In a casual setting, not in like a coven meeting kind of setting, just in a casual setting, get to know the people and see if you even mesh with them because you would think that all of us being witches would make it, you know, easier to have something in common. And I've actually seen that it can be really divisive, you know, because a lot of people, I mean, the the beliefs just vary so greatly that just because we are not Christian doesn't mean that we are, you know, of the same mind. Um, but yeah, if you are not in an area where there are many like pagan pride fests or you know like metaphysical shops or bars that might be witchy or whatever, then your options are going to be to form a commu- find. Or- and or form a community online. You have to be willing to put yourself out there in order to do any of these things. Um, It's not one of those things that just falls into your lap. You know, you have to put effort into a friendship. You have to put effort into a community if you're going to be a part of it. Um, So, you know, be prepared that you have to put that effort in, but also just be... Aware of how you're feeling about things. If you start to feel like, oh my God, I can't believe this person is calling me again. Or if you start wanting to try to find excuses to not be at meetings or rituals or whatever because it's just whatever, you just don't want to go. Um, You may want to reconsider things. and I would definitely say any group that you join should probably be um, on a temporary basis. I also just realized I completely changed subjects. I was trying to talk about what to do if you don't have things in your area that are witchy. Um, in those cases, your options are going to be online. If you join the your local witchy groups on Facebook. Um, Try to put yourself out there some and see what happens. Uh, The groups that I'm in, it doesn't seem like people necessarily really connect on them. But, you know, you may find yourself in a position where that is an option. And then, you know, if it comes down to it, like worst case scenario, you can't find anything. Be your own coven. Set your own belief system set your own rules, set your own, you know, like practices that you do that in order to be a part of this coven, you need to do these things, but you're the only member. And that's fine because, you know, at some point in your life, you will, someone's going to come into your life and they may want to, to have a witchy community and you've already kind of got one established, even though you're the only person in it. Um, so yeah, uh, I do Strongly recommend that people find some sort of community, but it is such, um, it has such potential to be less than ideal. So you you just have to be aware of it. It's almost like dating you're not going to marry the first guy you go on a date with, hopefully, or girl or person or whatever. You're probably not going to marry the first one that you meet. You, it's like you got to kiss a lot of frogs, kind of thing. Um, and that's because it's, it's hard for us to find that real connection, but you know, you could always do some magic to see, you know, to maybe open up a path to a connection for you. Maybe I'll do that. You know, um, I could see where that could be, uh, helpful, you know, not necessarily putting it in your lap, but opening the path up so that you can find, people to connect to all right so I believe that is about it for today um I hope that you all have a really wonderful day um I hope you're taking care of yourself I hope that you are maintaining your own personal balance you know it's a lot easier to take those hits if if you are steady on on your feet um and if you're not I hope that you can spend some time to figure out what you can do to get there. feels good to feel good. I don't know about you guys, but I'm sick and tired of not feeling good. But, uh, yeah. So, um, I'll talk to you guys soon. I do hope you have a great day. Bye.